Hey guys, just wanted to share a message from our sponsor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. The creation tool allows you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. Acting Class Weekly with legendary character actor Sean Whelan. Lessons, tips, and insight into the craft and business of acting from a man who's been directed by the likes of Tim Burton, Ang Lee, Michael Bay, Wes Craven, Tom Hanks, and many more of Hollywood's A-List. He is 30 years an actor and your professor, Sean Whelan. Roxy. Of course, my high school acting teacher is here. So what am I wearing today? The Professor Cardigan. Yes, the Professor Cardigan. We talk about, Debbie, you don't know this, but we talk about my jackets or sweaters, really sweater, a couple of jackets and why I wear it. And of course, this is teacherish, and I've used this for comfort and teachery. But I felt that was a. I do feel like with the amount that we go to the cardigan, we got to get a couple more cardigans. We got to start playing around okay. with the col- cardigan colors, you know, because I, I don't know from this cardigan, maybe Debbie's more of a purple kind of cardigan. She could I, be more I, of a blue. So I can't get much from the beige. I can tell you right now, my high school acting teacher who is with me today, guys, uh, Debbie Ryer, she's here. She did not wear. She did not wear. You weren't no. a big cardigan. No. No, cardigans, no. no, it wasn't a big thing with her. But that's why we're here today, guys. I brought my high school acting teacher. I'm going to put her on the spot right now because as I was writing this, I realized that this is, we're going to go through my experience in high school and how Debbie helped me and shaped me. But we are going to have you back because we need to do one, Roxy, about just high school acting teachers and what students should be doing and what you know, what kind of things can help? What do you notice? What's helpful for a high school acting teacher? Which I realized we didn't cover. And you know me, I would have wrote it in and then we never would have got to it anyway. I was right. Uh, too many things to talk about today. Things. So, but we'll definitely have to have you back because, you know, you did it for so many years. How many years was it, Debbie, again? 37 years. 37 years. Yeah. 37 fulfilling years, right? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. But so we're going to talk to her about all my uh, my journey through freshman through senior in high school. And then we're going to have a fun segment at the end where I'm not allowed to say anything, believe it or not. And Roxy is going to ask Debbie probably one or two embarrassing questions uh, that she is going to answer about what I was like in high school. So definitely stay tuned. If you guys come up with questions and you're watching the show live, then make sure you let me know. I'll try to ask those as well. Yes. Yes. All right. So before we start, we always do a thing called Sean's Week. And obviously, Roxy, I think the theme as we do our intro song is uh, one of academics. Would you agree? Sure. Ready? One, two, three. Sean's Week. Ooh, that was, see, yours was crisp. Huh, interesting. What was yours? It was uh, kind of, I was spanning my all four years of high school. Huh, you had a more mellow high school experience than I did with that. It was great. Yeah, okay. The happiest in the world. 
I kind of pictured somebody waving their fin. Sean's we, you know, a little bit of a that's a sports <laughs> jerk, but you, Debbie will tell you, I just I loved high school. I had a blast. I had a total blast. Really? Are you being facetious right now? Or you really oh, loved no. high school? No. Oh no, I'm yeah. not a pained artist. Debbie, yeah. wouldn't you say? Yeah, you had a smile on your face every single day. I loved it. It's great. You're one of the only human beings I've ever heard say that, Sean. Oh, we, I don't know what it was. Debbie, am I, is it weird that like Sherwood High School in general was kind of a happy place? Of course, we were angry, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I said I never worked a day in 37 years. It wasn't work. It was right. just fun. Yeah. Debbie, did you love high school? I did. <laughs> I really did. Who are yeah. these people? I was <laughs> government I was on the palm squad I was in theater yeah I loved it yeah we had a, so all of a sudden Roxy's already blown away Sean just a couple things to picture it a little more how big was your high school was it a four-year public private what like 1200 1300 when I was there probably right Debbie right students so my graduating class was anywhere from 230 to 300 something like yeah what about the west, rest of the questions I asked? Uh, what do you mean? Like how many students in a classroom? No, 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 no. Uh, public, private. Uh, was it oh, public? Like, public. What were you guys known for? Were you guys like the arts? Were you sports? What was the? We were just an all-around high school. There wasn't really a special. There. It was before like specialty schools. Do you know what I mean? Like now there's performing arts high schools and things like that. And of course there was back then, but we were just a general high school. We had many I was just going through the yearbook looking at these pictures we just had so many things going on so I mean it was just a well-rounded high school and and uh I was lamenting that my daughters go to a kind of a performing arts high school in an office building and I was like ah oh, there's just so much they wish but they don't care that's not as it's not important to them but okay well let me run over my week there's so many things that's been going on this week still doing TikTok trying to grow that, you know, it's, it's you're crushing it on there, Sean. I, I mean, I got, I got, uh, I'll have to talk to you, Roxy, this new app, kind of like an easier Patreon thing came to me and approached me today, which I thought was really good, but it's more for one-offs type of thing. So, so I'm definitely getting engagement and people are seeing me on there. Um, we are getting into uh, our second week of prepping our sketch show. We, Roxy has been killing it in the classes everybody's very impressed with her contributions and uh what you brought up already you think yeah, well yeah yeah they all laughed at all your suggestions i mean come on that makes me so excited ah. no it's 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 gonna be i mean it's coming together pretty well too right it's gonna be yeah it is it is our tech thing so debbie we're doing a online i think i mentioned an online a parody of an online dating show but we're gonna be doing it all on zoom which is funny because they're actually casting for a real one of that, but we're going to be out of the gate with our parody first. So that's good. Um, I'm starting another uh, show on Twitch with uh, Felissa Rose and it's going to be called Our Weird Job. And it's just talking about our crazy life in entertainment, half hour, fun, just crazy stories from both of us. So that's starting in a couple weeks. Um, I had a very interesting talk with my representation and, you know, during these times you call them and go, so am I still a client? <laughs> and uh, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Gary, Gary's my manager who always gives me a hard time. And he's like, you're always on the, you're just hanging by a thread. It's for five years, you've been hanging by a thread. So he gives me a hard time. But the interesting 
thing they keep saying is, you know, keep creating your own content, keep keeping an eye on, you know, what is Saturday Night Live in this new format working? Is it not working? You know, just getting really aware and keeping an eye on the trends. And they're very happy that I'm doing that. And uh, my corn con thing that I do every Friday, 2.30, 4.30 live on TikTok is going really well. I meet fans. I sign autographs. I do them half off so we can all help each other. So that's been going really well, too. And so it's been crazy, you know. And the TikTok thing's crazy because you never know what people will like and what they won't or why or, you know what I mean? So you just have fun and do your best. I kind of know what you mean. I don't, I don't know that Debbie and I are as uh, TikTok savvy as you are, Sean. So. No, but I did watch it for the first time the other day. And I think at this point, Dorothy is still my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, I like the Dorothy series too. Yeah, the Dorothy is really fun. Um, if you guys go on there, you'll see it's a parody I did uh, in Groundlings and then filmed it with Brandon Trost, who was on our show called Dorothy 50 Years Later. And uh, it's when she realizes what a mistake it was that she left us. <laughs> um, all right. So let's jump into this. Uh, but before we do, we love having you here. And Roxy is going to tell us how you can keep us here and engaged. Yeah, so I know we have a lot to cover today. Um, so I just want to give quick shout outs. Uh, Weston Ira, who's in here currently right now, he wants to know if you guys are scrolls because you like high school. Uh, so you must be aliens of some sort uh, because you, yeah. both Debbie and Sean and our producer Ryan, who's chiming in the chat, all like high school. Uh, so shout out to any of our live viewers. For anybody who doesn't know, we are live on After Buzz TV's YouTube every single Wednesday, 3 p.m. Pacific time. So you can always join the conversation live there. And then also after the fact, we are uploaded everywhere where podcasts are. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. And in all those places, we're always checking the comments because we want to know what you guys want us to talk about. So if you have an idea or you're an actor and you have specific questions, make sure you leave them in the comments wherever you are. Also, five stars, thumbs up, uh, subscribe. That really helps us grow the audience here on Acting Class Weekly. We really appreciate it. And uh, again, I know we got a lot to go over with Debbie today. So that's what I will say for now. And I'll give more shout outs to people in the live chat later towards the end of the show. Cool. All right. So let's start with uh, freshman year. I'm going to go through my four years. So freshman year, when I got to high school, that Demi, didn't you just get there the same year I got there in 78? Or did you get there in 77? I got there in 77 was my okay. first. So you had been there a year. Yeah. Okay. So I was a really veteran teacher by the time you got there. Well, you- how old were you when you started at, at, at Sherwood? Um, well, I'd gotten, I'd gone to Catholic U and got my degree in speech and drama. Then I went to Maryland and got my teaching certificate, I think 25, 24, 24. Okay. But do, where did you, didn't you work at a high school before you came to us as an assistant teacher or something? Because where did you did, Godspell before? Student teaching at Paint Branch High School. There you go. Okay. Yeah. So my, my mentor teacher was doing Godspell when I was student teaching. So there I helped that. Unrelated to anything you guys are talking about, Debbie, you have incredible skin and you look so freaking young. None of these years are adding up in my book. Uh and further proving the alien theory that you that they have in the chat. So just throwing that out there. Uh, so when we got there, because uh, Debbie was very inspired by the paint brand, she wanted to do it at Sherwood. 
And, you know, the tough thing, if people don't know the show Godspell, it's, uh, wait, who wrote it? It's not, uh, it's the same guy. The same guy that did Wicked, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's like a fun of the New Testament. Um, it's been around for years. If you don't know, look it up. But it's a, a musical of the New Testament. But it's a sm very small cast. It's like eight people, so eight or nine people. And uh, just like most four-year places, even at UCLA, it was like this juniors and seniors are going to populate a lot of it, especially when, you know, they've been in the theater department for a couple of years. So there wasn't that many extra spots for uh, young, younger, under, underclassmen, underclassmen. So that was me and the Fetterman brothers, and a shout out to Jeff Fetterman and Harvey Fetterman, uh, were kind of the last piece. And I remember... Uh, it's it's a very you, it's a very fun and energetic show, and you kind of have a fun improv element to it where they people write in lines. So I remember Debbie saying the final we we at all sung I don't I didn't sing as well as the Fetterman brothers. They both had fantastic voices, um, so I was a little nervous there. But I sang okay, and then it, we had to come out uh, for our final audition performance and come out and just say ta-da in a very interesting way so I forget what the Federman brothers did but I remember I said I'm just going to go for it and I used to do a lot of physical comedy in my kitchen to make my brothers and sisters laugh so I didn't have to do the dishes so I ran out and did like the, the kick where you kick your two heels together and went click and kick my heels together and I went ta-da really big as I did the kick but instead of like landing on my feet I just kept that pose and just crashed to the floor and did like a clownish, like sprawled out on the ground and went, ta-da, ta bam. Uh, uh, and then, oh no, I think I went, ta, and then I went, duh. Uh, yeah, when I landed and then kind of like jokingly struggled off the stage. Debbie, be honest with me. Do you remember this at all? I actually do. I, I, I can't believe it, but I do. And that show, as, as Sean mentioned, was very improvisational. And it was a big deal to, to, to pick people who could do something like that in the moment. And when he did it, and then just kind of gathered himself up and, oh, okay, fine. I, was, I said to myself, oh, that's quite wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it's so interesting. And I wasn't, was Bill Evans in there with you at the time? He might no, have I don't even think he was, he wasn't even there yet. He wasn't there. He came in my sophomore year, right? Yeah, he came like. This is our music teacher, so I don't know who the music teacher was at the time, but. Roger uh, Oliver. Yeah, I don't know. I, it wasn't Oliver. No, Roger Oliver had left. So Sorry. let me ask you guys: is, is the lesson from that to shoot your shot? Is it to to try something? Because. Oh, absolutely. absolutely, I think, and I think that's one thing that I. For, for all the time I've known Sean, he's pretty fearless and is not worried about going out there and giving it something new and different and a twist and, and not worrying about well, how is this going to look? It's just, let's try it. Let's, let's see if, 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 if this works. And that worked really, really well, especially in Godspell because it was such an ensemble. I mean, I remember rehearsals where these, these eight folks, they'd sit around and at the end of rehearsal, they'd get together and just get in a circle and hug and cry and, yeah. emote and it was laugh and yeah it was great and Sean when she said you were fearless you kind of made a face like 
that's not something you describe yourself as. Do you feel like you're fearless as an actor? You know what? I guess it's really, what's really interesting is I've always been in my art artistic life. Like, I don't think I've ever really worried about it in artistic life. And at that time, I mean, I don't think like the heaviness of life hit me really hard until like my late 20s, early 30s or something, because I was just happy-go-lucky and, and, and I've always been kind of fearless in that way. And I think that's why, you know, oddly enough, the TikTok thing is working too, because I just I kind of don't care. And uh, I mean, I do, I think about it and stuff, but I just kind of go with it and improv. I don't make a big plan. I just kind of see what I like to do and things like that. So, um, and I, and I was re-inspired by my one friend Rick who I definitely have to have on the show on time who did the show Oz the New York actor and then uh, Brian Cranston's book you know when he got uh gosh Malcolm in the Middle it's one he just went to the producer and he goes literally anything I'll do anything as long as you don't kill it so but they- Sean when you say you mostly improv so this ta-da thing did that just come to you or were you planning that backstage and I mean she literally said this is what I want you to do and come out right oh you didn't know it prior to the audition no not at all no yeah it was a she threw it at us right at the end of the formal audition then she goes last thing I want you to do this you know and I think that's what you were looking for is that absolutely so so we didn't know so I figured all right I'll just dig into my old bag of tricks when I used to fall downstairs and flip over my chair backwards to make my brother and sister laugh I thought all right I'll do that so, uh, so that was fun. So I got into Godspell. So Ryan, there's a picture of me all alone in my little Godspell outfit. Actually, I wonder if we have that. There it is, right there. And I'm 14 years old, you guys. Oh, you look about seven. I told you, I look about seven. It's crazy. And then there's another Ryan. There's a group shot too, as well. If we have that one, uh, with all the clown clowns and things in it. Yeah, there we all are. Look at this, but I'm so tiny. I'm just tiny. It was crazy. So uh, that was just just a quick question. Who who was taking these pictures? Uh, Any idea? Like, was it part of yearbook or something? Or how do you? Probably a friend during dress rehearsal. I mean, I have no idea. Or yearbook or something. Yeah. 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 Probably. Yeah. Okay. Um, And then, I mean, this, this is a picture of a picture, so it didn't turn out. I probably should have scanned it, but, um, but I got it from the yearbook. So it was hard to scan, but anyway, so that put me like, I thought, okay, I've arrived at this school. I got in this very tough ensemble. So there's a big deal at our school called rock and roll revival. It started in the seventies and it was basically in the seventies. Everyone was into the fifties, happy days and and things like that. So they did a thing called rock and roll revival where people would do basically a variety show singing old songs from the fifties mostly in 60s and so it was a big deal at our school I mean there's scalpers it's become a huge huge deal it's been going on for 40 some years and yeah. and so I figured I got in this show I obviously got in gospel I already obviously have what it takes so when it was time to get a lead so that was the coveted thing a lead to sing a lead part and then there's background singers and then there's dancers so I was like, of course I'm going to get a lead. And because there's only like 20 some songs, there's only 20, 20 leads. So 
it was Bill Evans because he was definitely yeah, there by then. Yeah. yeah. So I came in and it was my music teacher, Bill Evans, which I'll have to have on one day. And Debbie and I walked in and I thought, well, what do I got to do? Of course, I'm going to get a lead. And they said, what do you have prepared? And I said, well, day by day from Godspell. And they go, okay. And I didn't have, I didn't even bring music, oh. anything. I didn't have a piano thing or a guitar person to do it any, any way interesting or anything. My ego was pretty big and I just sang day by day acapella and I remember looking at them and, and they just kind of were blank face and I thought, oh, I'll do another verse. And I just went and I sang day by day. And then I left and I came back the next day and I didn't get a lead. And I was shocked because I was like, wait a minute. I, did, I, I didn't, uh, of course, I'm one of the few people who got in the gospel. How could I not get a lead? And I remember going to Debbie and I go, I don't understand. And she said, you didn't try. You didn't make any effort for this audition. Yes. And I said, but I was in gospel. And she goes, yeah. And you tried really hard for that audition, but you didn't try for this audition. So you didn't get the part. So it was a, that's been a life lesson for me ever since. Debbie, so. how many people have you had to share that lesson with? Did that happen frequently? Oh my gosh. Yes. I, that's the hardest thing in the world to see students come in and they want it so badly and they regardless of level of talent just the heart and soul and, and all of that and to say no to people is is just so difficult um but i i i think that is an important lesson that you've got to come in prepared and the only thing i could do it really wasn't fair to anyone over all those years to say well you were in this you were in that you've done this and that therefore you're in because you got to bring it every time and I think that's an important lesson just for life. Yeah, I, I didn't, I really didn't prepare that hard. If I would have put the same energy, because I really wanted to be in Godspell, and I really wanted Rock and Roll Revival, but I thought I would be skating on the laurels of Godspell. Like I did it once, that's enough. Really wanting something doesn't translate to really trying to get it. Yeah, no. And I learned that, that, that was the one time I realized that, you know, and that's why I taught teaching this thing, you know, when you're done an audition, crumple it up, throw it away and get ready to work hard for the next one. And that's it. That's and I think it was a lesson too to other folks at school because when they saw Sean wasn't cast, how was that possible? Sean, Sean didn't get a lead. What's, what's up with that? Right. And um, I think they, they learned something as well. Yeah. I think that also to anybody who's watching that is in high school or a similar experience, this was at my high school as well, never to audition with the most recent thing people have already seen you in because they've already heard that. They already know that you're capable of that because you just did it. So I know it sounds obvious now, Sean, but of course at the time, nobody said that to you. You want to show them something different. And like you said, Debbie, you also just want to show them that you give a crap. Um, right. And so if you don't, if you don't find something new, you're not showing a new side to you and you're not showing that you care at all. So why, why and how would Debbie have known that Sean really wanted that? She wouldn't have known because he didn't show that. So I think to anybody out there who's a young actor, uh, you always, you always want to try something new. It's never the right choice to do the show you were just in that they just saw you in. Yeah. So I, I became a dancer in rock. I was still in it. I don't, even, I, don't, I don't even know if I did background singing. I must have done. But Ryan, we have a picture of me disco dancing in black and white. It's a black and white picture with me and Kathy Fessenden, one of my young crushes. Uh, that's not the one. It's one of me dancing. 
uh, with a girl. That's later. Yeah, there you go. So that's me disco dancing. Is Kathy the one you convinced to be in your play in elementary school, Sean? Sophie DeMurk. Oh. Mm. I, I admitted that I really, you know, I, do you remember Sophie DeMurk? I don't know if you would remember her, Debbie. She wasn't really in our circles that much. I think she did Rock and Roll Bible once, but in fifth grade when I did Rumpelstiltskin and I directed it, she was my crush and I convinced her. She wasn't even wanted to be in acting, but I convinced her to be the lead princess in the thing, which I, she reminded me of when we saw her in Paris last year. And I was like, ew, that's kind of creepy. <laughs> But she was like, yeah, I didn't even want to act. And you were so adamant. I was like, well, I had a huge crush on you. So it made sense to me. Oh. So, so uh, no, that was, uh, that was not it. So we, ought, we usually had a spring play. Sometimes we mix it up. But I don't remember what was in the spring play. And if, I don't think I was involved in it freshman year anyway. I think that might have been up the down staircase. But I wasn't really involved in that one. But then sophomore year, we did the play Bye Bye Birdie. Oh, yeah. no, not sophomore year. That was, I think we did the Me Nobody Knows sophomore year, I think. Because, yeah, I think so, because you were younger. Yeah, the Me Nobody Knows. So there's a picture, Ryan, of me and a group of people sitting on a stoop, and I've got like a, a hat, uh, like a ski hat on or whatever. I don't know if we have that. But that was, now, Debbie, where'd you find that play, the Me Nobody Knows? Oh, my gosh. That was when I was in high school. We, my first trip to New York City, we saw the Me Nobody Knows, the musical. It had just come out, and we saw 1776. Okay. And, um, I just thought it was such a great show, and that these songs were just so heartfelt. But I'll tell you, I probably got more flack doing that show at Sherwood than any show in 30-some years. Now, why? Yeah, I, I need a little background, because I will say I'm kind of a, a theater yeah. nerd myself, and I have never heard of this show. Yeah, it was on Broadway. It was about a group of inner city kids and they had all different kinds of backgrounds and problems. And, you know, they mostly were living in a poor neighborhood and there were songs dealing with drugs and songs dealing with, you know, depression and their lives and their families. It, you know, it wasn't a happy peppy musical, but I thought it was really relevant to teens and, and to, to that age group and that it was something we could kind of really dig our teeth into but there were a bunch of parents they hated this show and right. they just ripped me up one side and down the other and said I can't believe that you would even bring this to the school yeah. um but I will say the cast did a phenomenal job we did well yeah phenomenal we did job. Really and well. you gotta say Sean shout out to Beth right there the yes the, the girl in the the girl in the overalls was so involved in theater. You'll see that she's my leading, the leading lady in our, uh, the next year's production. Her name is Beth Miller. Sweetest girl, so nice, genuinely happy for everybody. Like followed my success with the happiest of times. Um, just loved, loved, loved everything about everybody. And she recently passed away in a car accident two weeks ago. So it's very tragic. Um, but we love, she was just a wonderful, I know I was going through my yearbook and I saw a nice thing, but she was very involved in theater and very sweet. So we do, I'm glad we get to do a little shout out for her. Then, uh, so then we go to my junior year and then we did, I did Rock and Roll Revival again, but then that spring show, I'm not really sure about, but then junior year, or sorry, then my junior year, we did Bye Bye Birdie. And if, you'll see a picture of me in like a sweater, um, Ryan with the girl, standing uh just me and this girl with dark hair that's beth and that's uh bye bye birdie and i played the boyfriend there we are and i punch my punch conrad birdie 
in the face. And uh, I feel like at this age and this look, you were made to be in Bye Bye Birdie. Yeah, <laughs> it was. And that's Beth right there. She was the lead. She was yeah. McAfee. Uh, so we did that. And that was a blast, right? And that's when uh, Bill Evans' uh, influence started to come in and, and bring in guys that used to do sports or would never think about that. That's how we got Pete Penizopoulos to play uh, comedy. So were you, were you guys doing a straight show and a musical every year, or how was that? Yes, we did a, um, a straight show in the fall and then a musical. No, a straight show in the spring, musical in the fall. Every other high school did it the other way, but we didn't do the musical in the spring because we had rock and roll revival in right. March. Such a big musical thing. So we did the musical in the fall, and that was Bye Bye Birdie. That was a blast, and I had my crush, Sarah Wood. It was great, and then... Uh, um, but that was a blast. That was a lot of people, very successful. That was a really fun show. That must have been harder than other shows, right? Because Godspell to me, nobody knows to this. This was your first kind of biggest show, right? Yeah, much more choreography, much more in terms of acting, I think, in, in scenes. Um, yeah. In characters, yeah. Yeah. And, but and, probably nice to be able to include more actors in it because there's so many. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And then senior year, we flipped it and we didn't do a musical. I don't know why. We did two back-to-back -back shows. Freshman year, we did Dracula. Well, not the music. There wasn't a musical. Freshman year? Fresh, I'm sorry, uh, fall of senior year. And I played Renfield, which kind of predates Roach a little bit. But uh, you'll see a picture of me like in pajamas, Ryan, kind of creepy on the ground. Uh, yeah, that's me as Renfield, and he's the guy that is uh, eats the flies, and he's kind of in between the people in the house and Dracula trying to kill them. And I thought, oh, great, yelling, screaming around the floor. And Debbie pulled me aside and goes, No, there's a lot going on here. He's trapped between Dracula. He's trying to kill him, but he also wants to help these people. But he knows if he helps those people, Dracula will kill him. So there's a lot more going on. And that's the first time, Debbie, that you made me like explore deeply a character yeah and where did okay. that we had a lot of conversations about the fact that you know you can't look at this guy and have him just be this bizarre weird creepy person you have because then you'll have no feelings toward him and i really felt that people needed to embrace renfield and and want him to succeed and want him to win and want him to to get what he really was it was after in life that wasn't going to happen ultimately but if you didn't root for him if you only saw him as the stereotype it kind of fell apart right and, and parishes it, it won't mean anything it's not yeah. it doesn't heighten the skates of the stakes of how scary it is and how evil dracula actually is so right. and uh and then and by the way, the Federman brothers are in all of these productions, by the way. Jeff was always in all of these productions. Um, and then I did Rock and Roll Revival. That's the one you showed with me in the sunglasses, Ryan. Um, me looking like this, the rock star 50s guy. And I sang the song, Who Put the Bomp and the Bomp, a Bomp, a Bomp. And I got to, it was so much fun. Yeah, there we go. And then, um, and then how did that work? You guys all got to pick your own song, like how yeah, they would, they'd assign us a song based on, they knew us really well. And yeah. so they'd assign a song to us. And that was really, really fun. And then in senior spring, we did another, oh, and there's oh Debbie performing in the show as well. Cause faculty sang some songs. There's Debbie. Yeah. Oh and my gosh. Farrah Fawcett. 
Yeah, yeah, your hair is amazing. <laughs> yeah, we did twenty-five years. We did songs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then in spring we did something interesting. We uh, we did a, a, another play. We did two plays that year, and so it was called Plaza Suite. It's a Neil Simon, and it's three different stories in the same hotel room. And I, instead of being in it, actually directed, or I mean, assistant directed. Uh, one of the three stories. So that was the first time I ever directed. So that was really fun. So we you and I worked side by side as I directed, helped direct that third story. I mean, you were the director of the thing. I'm not trying to take that away from you, but I was- oh, no, I think you were the director. But I was more involved, but I was more involved in really helping. And it was the first time to, and it was good for me because it was egoless. You know what I mean? It wasn't about me. So it was kind of interesting to do that. And that was really great. And then so then Senior comes, and because the Fetterman brother, the, well, just really Jeff, he was in my class, and he was more of the Broadway-ish guy, and I was more of the comic character guy. And so it came down to this big, who's going to get the theater scholarship and theater thespian award? Um, and I remember thinking, you know, I can't be bummed if it's Jeff. He, he's he's great. He's a wonderful guy. And and. Um, but I almost got a little bit of bitterness towards Jeff, huh, Sean? No, 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 no. You no, know, we're, we're I'm just kidding. I know we're great. We're great. He's great. He's great. He's really great acting. He's really, really great. No, no, no. It's just we're so different, you know. Yeah. In no way could I do what he could do. But uh then I so I ended up getting the there's the theater award and the theater scholarship to and uh to UCLA theater department. And uh, so that was a big deal. And I, re I just remember thinking, oh, my God, she's going to take flack for that one. <laughs> Were you nervous about that, Debbie? Well, so you picked those, Debbie. You yes. yes. Wow. I, yeah. I, no, I was very nervous about that. But um, again, I, from the very beginning, I said to myself, you know, it has to be the person who, in my estimation, is filling all of the criteria and, and not that there were, as you said, multiple people to be considered, but, and, and that was hard too. That was very hard. And that was hard every year. Um, and we got to the point where over the years, we, the students really started this thing called the, the Debbies, uh, the Debbie awards, like the Tony awards. Um, and we gave all sorts of awards, you know, best actor and, and director. And we ended up developing a dinner theater and had all, you know, many different awards, but it's always hard to choose. And yeah. even, even today, you know, watching something like the Tonys, I kind of cringe because I say, you know, the arts really aren't, it's not a competitive sport. No, it doesn't, it, awards don't make that much sense. Anyway. Yeah, but it was interesting. Hey, uh, follow up on Jeff, who turned out to, he went to uh, Rutgers and did really well. It was studying with Calista Flockhart and uh, did really yeah, well. But I'm, I'm confused on the scholarship. So what, your high school had a scholarship fund? Yeah. It just like it was like five hundred dollars to yeah, it's out of the theater department funds. Yeah, that wow, that's pretty incredible. What a cool thing to do. Yeah, it was great, and 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 Jeff did really well. But then he decided not to pursue it. And then our thirty year reunion, he came up to me and he said, "You pursued your passion, and I didn't." He goes, "That's my only regret. Regret that I didn't pursue." Uh, my passion, um, but he has a wonderful family, and he, I mean, I don't think he's you know a miserable guy in the in the slightest. But it was interesting that he worked so hard, and then it was time to just go to New York for a couple of years. And I think if I would have been 
giving him the idea of just do it for two years, Jeff, just try it for two years and you'll be fine. Um, but his brother Harvey did. And so that was cool. He did, Harvey did New York and acting for several years, but I think that's wonderful family, really good guys. Phenomenal. Yeah. And it's, a, it's a super hard choice, I think, for anybody in the arts. You know, do, you have that love and passion, but, but are you going to be able to translate that into a career? And Sean, you've done it. I mean, it's, and amazingly, and you've worked your butt off doing it, but it's really, really a hard decision to make. And yet, yeah. are you going to look back 10 years, 15 years and say, man, I wish I'd given it a shot. It's, it's yeah. hard. Yeah. Well, so that, I mean, that was our journey. And, and those couple stories really did help shape me how I got to assist, assist and direct with you, how you made me realize that our auditions are important, how to go dive deep into characters, like all that stuff definitely put me on the path. And I would say you and Bill, you know, were incredible. Um, so uh, Roxy, yeah, we just did get one actually nine minutes or whatever. So. Oh, it must've gone to you only. Oh, okay. So Roxy, I will, any questions for Debbie about what I was like in high school? Well, the, my first question it might be challenging, Debbie, because I, I wonder if you knew what you thought at the time, but did you feel like Sean was going to pursue this professionally and did you feel like he was going to be successful at it? That's a great question. Um, I can honestly say that from the moment that that little guy walked into Sherwood, um, he had this tenacity and I think he knew, I don't know that he, he would have said in so many words, Theater is what I'm going to do. Acting is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. But I think he knew that it was going to have to be something creative. It was going to have to be something using his imagination. And it was going to have to be something that did not bore him at all. I could never in a million years have seen him at a job. You know, yeah. and, 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 and I couldn't see him in any other kind of job other than something artistic. And I think over those four years, I think he really did begin to focus in on acting and theater as his passion. Mm -hmm. And I think by the time he had chosen to go to UCLA, I, I remember Sean writing a letter of recommendation for you. And I, that was a lot of pressure for me because I think that was the first letter I'd written for somebody who wanted to go into theater mm -hmm. as a profession. man, I can't blow this. That was what they were pursuing? Not initially, not initially. And there were some who, who kind of got into it uh, a little later. But but again, you know, I was only, what, five years into teaching at that point. So after Sean graduated, there were certainly students along the way over the next several decades. Um, but it, it was a huge, huge journey to watch. And I think he really knew when he walked out of high school this is really what I want to do. Yeah. Oh, I went, when I went to UCLA and got discouraged and took those few years off, that was tough. But I thought, well, now that I've graduated, I got to try it. So, all right, Roxy. Well, just thinking about that, I don't know if it was the same for you guys, but for, for me, our letters of rec were sealed. So we couldn't read them. I've never read what my letters of recs were. Do you remember anything? I know it was a while ago, but do you remember like what were the Sean selling points uh, in a letter that you, I don't know, Sean, I'm guessing you didn't ever see it. No, I never saw it. I, I would guess that 
many of the things that we've been talking about, um, the work ethic, the uh, originality, creativity, um, willingness to risk. I think all of those are really important categories and, and qualities in a performer. And I, I, I can somewhat recall when I found out that Sean had gotten into UCLA, I was like, yes, I'm so excited. I think I was as excited as you were. Oh, you're so excited. Yeah. What was the thing that he gave you the hardest time with, Debbie, in school? Am I what was? Grow taller? What did you say? Am I ever going to grow taller? No. Um, <laughs> hardest time with? I don't. I don't know hardest. Um, A little talkative, no. Talkative. Yeah. But but in a, but sometimes. But never in a, in a, in terms of um, I'm trying to think in class too because we didn't talk about speech class. No, I took speech from Debbie too. Yeah. yeah. Can you remember any of your speeches? Oh my God, none of them. Yeah. Oh, speeches uh, and like vocal speech oh, or or speech sp- oh yeah. speeches. Speeches. Both speech technique and writing speeches and delivering them. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that was yeah, a class a, that you guys offered. Wow. The elective class. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now I forgot your question, Roxy. Sorry. Just what he gave you the hardest time with. So I was uh, assuming something with speech. Well, I think, no, I think sometimes, I mean, Sean had a group of, a big group of friends, but this particular group of friends, the, the, the guys he would hang with, and they were a bundle of energy. And <laughs> sometimes nice. it was a little hard to focus them. Yeah, last we were a little rowdy. To, to take all of that energy, you know, and, and, and put it into a positive format sometimes was, was challenging on some days. Have you ever used, in the years after Sean left, did you ever use him as an example to any of your acting students? Like, look at what Sean's doing, or here's what Sean did. Well, in, and in terms of, you know, years later, once um, his, he got out of college and his career was growing, I mean, students would watch his movies and they, they for example, I, first one that comes to mind is Twister. And they'd watch and they go, that was Sean Whalen, wasn't it? I go, that was Sean Whalen. You taught Sean Whalen? Yes, I did. And I came back to Sherwood a couple of times to Debbie's yeah. classes and, and met kids and things like that and gave yeah. lectures and things to her high school kids. Whenever I came home, I would do that. So. Wow. It was yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah, it was really great. It was a great. What was so exciting is... Uh, Debbie got there and then Bill Evans got there and Bill Evans, well, again, like I'll have him on here. He took a music department and made it cool to be in music. So they got football players and everything that would never be in music to join rock and roll revival and stuff. Cause he built that up and Debbie built up the theater department. So yeah, a lot of kids came out of that and pursued theater afterwards. And you would reach out to me and go, Hey, there's a kid who would love some advice. And you know, I would get their email or, phone number and I would chat and give them any advice I would never you know if Debbie recommended them I would always talk to them so yeah and, and even now I mean even I think within the past year there have been a couple of folks who I've sent Sean's way and we were going out to California and I said you know would you mind no give him my email give him yeah. my phone number and we'll get in touch yeah he's kind yeah. of a good guy isn't he I, um, I like I like to rag on him but uh, he's <laughs> a good guy well it's uh, Whalen's that whole Whalen crew is quite something. Yeah. My, Sean, yeah. I know, I know that we do have to get out of here, but I want to give a couple of shout outs to people who joined us live today. Uh to uh Colin Conrad, Weston Ira. Yeah, Colin said uh 
said hello. Uh, I don't know if he's a student or what, but uh, Weston Ira, Nadine Schroeder, um, SB, Glenn Caesar, uh, and, and more of you guys in here, but just shout out to some of the very active talking ones. That's cool. Even some Nadine's in Germany. So we love having a global audience. Wow. Right? Yeah. Well, I put it on my Facebook and a lot of excited Sherwood people in my high school were like, yay, this is going to be really neat. Like, this is one I want my daughters to listen to because they don't listen to anything. You know, they don't do anything with it. But, you know, <laughs> uh, but it's like, these are the ones that you go, you know what? I'm glad I have this somewhere in the universe. So maybe years from now when I'm not here, they can just kind of tune in and go, hmm, I wonder what, you know, grandpa was like, you know what I mean? So, uh, but it was such a, it was such a, it was such a great school to be in. It was such a great department. And I just felt completely supported. Like I could, my mom, you know, my mom was, and my stepfather were always very supportive. My brother, who you would think would be the nerdy, you know, my sisters always were supportive, but you'd think, man, if me and my brother didn't get along, I think I would have been miserable. But, because mm -hmm. he was, you know, but he supported me beyond and was so thrilled with everything I did. So, I mean, it was just a huge support system. And that's, if you don't have it initially, just find it just find it somewhere else. You know what I mean? But, you know, don't just, and listen to my episodes about the two year plan, give it two years of your life. That's the worst thing you've got, but find that support. And I was so blessed to have Debbie and she's always, she has no idea how much she meant to me in my career. And I, she put me right on the right roads and made me think of things that most high school theater kids don't think about. So uh, and it helped me in the future. I mean, you watch Roach and People Under the Stairs. It's the same-ish character. You know, he doesn't make it, but he's, and he's stuck in between the good guys and the bad guys. And, you know, and it's like, you will make it. yeah, yeah, exactly. But you make him likable. Spoiler enough. alert, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> it's been out for almost 30 years, okay? You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. All right, guys. Uh, thank you, Debbie. I, we have to have you back to just, don't you agree, Roxy? Like, just to talk about, like... Yeah, because I am curious, like, what made you decide to teach? What makes for a good high school theater teacher? How you would choose the plays? That's really difficult, too. Um, who, who you would cast, what you were really looking for? There's just so many questions that I have about what how you do, because that's how it starts. And how to make the best experience. In yeah. your, if you're into theater and you get into a theater high school department, what should you do? Like we can always do do's and don'ts. Yeah, know? yeah, and what they should do at home versus there, totally. Yeah, we'd love to have you back. So as always, Roxy, where can we find you? Everywhere at Roxy Stryer. You guys can find me on TikTok at Sean Whalen 19 and everywhere else at Sean Whalen Actor. And Debbie, if you want to give out your Facebook, you can if you want. I'm on Facebook, you can find me there. There you and go. That's why I stay connected with lots of students from decades ago. Yeah, yeah, it's really exciting. So, uh, listen, enjoy if you can, Roxy. If you can enjoy your high school years, um, make the best of them that you can. And I was blessed to have a good one. And uh, you're always touched by people along your journey. And hopefully, you will have great mentors like I was lucky to have with Debbie. So, uh, I'm glad I had her on uh, my journey. And as always, thank you for letting me be part of your journey. Thank you.
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners. 